0: Hey guys, Olivia here and welcome back to my Spotify original podcast, Inner Monologue. I literally can't believe that I'm already on my third episode, but I just want to thank you all again so much for not only taking the time to listen, but giving me such nice feedback and sharing the podcast with your friends. I'm just so grateful and I love you all. Anyway, I can't wait to talk your ear off and answer some of your questions. So let's get straight into today's episode, which is all about assumptions. And trust me, there's a lot. (laughs) So on today's episode, we're going to be speaking about assumptions. I asked on my Instagram story for you guys to send me in some assumptions and I got plenty. People assume a lot about me. I guess I do share my life online, but I don't share all of it. So then people's imaginations just go wild to fill in the gaps. And some of them do really make me laugh, but I thought I could maybe like clear some up, maybe explain some today. So yeah, like, I think let's just get stuck straight into it. One of the first assumptions, and this was asked a lot, or like not assumed a lot, I guess, was you have a boyfriend. T- <laughs> maybe. But I have said before recently in one of my YouTube videos that I if I had a boyfriend or I got in a relationship, I would keep it private and I have been doing that, and I will continue to do that for a few reasons. Mainly, I don't want to, like, take someone else's privacy away from them. I feel like it's really unfair. I've done that before with a relationship, and, like, the person that I was seeing was not in the public eye in social media, so then all of a sudden he was thrown into it. When we broke up, his privacy was absolutely, like, violated. I would get videos of my exes like, getting with other people being like just to let you know babe like your boyfriend's cheating on you because I hadn't like fully shared that like we'd broken up it's just it gets so messy when you put things in the public eye um, and privacies do get violated another thing I like I hate is see, like, seeing one of my loved ones or someone close to me who isn't like on in the social media world get hated on because obviously like I get hated on quite a lot And I'm able to deal with it quite well because it's been happening for years and I've got quite a thick skin but like when I see my like family or my friends or like my boyfriend like get hated on it actually breaks my heart like and I hope to god they don't see it I mean I delete my comments any hate comments I get straight away but like if my family saw any hate comments not that they get loads but it just like it scares me so much like I just I hate throwing people I love that aren't in the public eye into it I just think it's quite unfair um and I'm just I'm really, really happy. I feel like all you need to know, like if you're like curious, is that I am really, really happy and I have a boyfriend at of Music. But I feel like I just don't want to get too much into it because then people speculate things, people give their opinions. And I'm like, I don't want anyone else's opinion. Not not in a rude way at all. Like, I love you so much, but... <laughs> I just feel like people get so involved in a relationship. and as I should, I mean, I get involved in public relationships so much, but it's like it's the breakup. Not that I'm like oh, predicting a breakup soon, but I just feel like it gets so messy and, yeah, I think relationships are something to keep offline. I share so much of my um life online that I just think sometimes it's nice to have some things private. But yeah, and like, I do wonder as well. Like, whenever we first started seeing each other, I was like, oh, I wish I could put this, like, TikTok trend up with you, like, so annoying that I'm like, keeping it private. I wish I could just plaster you everywhere because, you know, when you're in that, like, lab up stage. And then I was like, why do I want, like, what, what am I seeking here? Like, why do I want to plaster this boy all over my social media? Like, am I seeking, like, validation? Like, am I trying to boast? And I was like, you know what? Like, I see no purpose in doing this. So, yeah, I'm really, really happy just keeping it private and... Yeah, I think from now on, that is the way forward. Someone said you don't like confrontation. And there was like a few more being like, you don't like being in fights or something like you're really mean in fights. So I am the worst at confrontation. Like if someone tries to fight me in real life, not fight me, like I've never been in a physical fight before. Well, actually, my brother used to literally beat me up when I was younger. Did anyone else have like a bit of an older brother who was obsessed with WWE? Because I had a brother that was obsessed with WWE and it still scores me to this day. Like I would like run around the house, like blood curdling screams because my brother was about to beat me up and like do some wrestling move on me. And like in the WWE, I'm pretty sure it's all staged and it's like stunt tricks. No, 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 no. I didn't get stunt tricks. I got absolutely violated. Like my mom, like, it got to the stage where he actually got in a bit of trouble because he was like thirteen at this point, and he played rugby. Like he was like getting big. That's what's like. My brother's like five nine. He's not big, but he was getting like a bit of like Like he was turning into a man. I was obviously like ten at this point, and he literally like. He beat me up to the point my mum had to pull him aside and be like, Matthew, this isn't okay anymore. I know he's not a violent person at all. He's actually the opposite of a violent person. He's a very chilled, relaxed guy. I love my brother. In fact, speaking of my brother, he's like, he's got a death wish. He um bless him. He got jumped the other day and it broke my heart. And then he also fell off an electric scooter and broke his nose. And then he got in a car crash all in the space of a week. So he's been through it. Don't know how we got on my brother, but bless my brother. Shout out to my brother. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've never gotten a physical fight before. Um but if anyone ever, like, tries to argue with me in person, I literally just, like, burst into tears. I can't get my thoughts in order. Like, I don't like confrontation at all. I always just prefer to take, like, not the, like, the the high, higher route. Is that what you call it? Like, the moral route. Like, someone could, like, send me loads and loads of, like, messages kind of, like, slabbering at me. Oh, you don't use the word slabbering in England. Or if you're watching this from Ireland, you'll know what slabbering is. But kind of, like, bitching at me. And, like, I I sit there for, like, two minutes. And, like, I could reply here being, like, Defensive, being like, what are you on about? Like, you've done this and this, this back. Like, how, how, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I could so fight back. But I sit there and I'm like, is it worth it? Like, is anything I say going to be helpful in any way? So I'm literally always just like, I see where you're coming from. And like, I hope that we can work through this and this and that. And then I just leave it. And this is a very new thing I've started to do. I did not used to do this. I did used to like, possibly just like send a big angry message back. But like, a lot of the time, you just need to think, like, is it going to accomplish anything? Probably not. You being that nicer person is going to accomplish something. Like, at least that way, like, the person can't really, like, talk down more on you. Like, I just always think to take the higher... Is that the higher road? Am I... Is that the right phrase? To take the higher road is always higher moral road literally who knows at this point I'm so bad with sayings like, I can never get sayings right like I need like a lesson on like the common catchphrases because I know none of them I, I send them all wrong every single time I'm the worst in fights and I don't like confrontation at all but sometimes that's like quite a bad thing with like friendships and stuff because because I hate confrontation so much I will like let something build up inside of me for so long and then like kind of like subconsciously not distance myself but like act different towards someone like I'll let something fester for so long instead of just like confronting someone and like dealing with the situation or like saying how I feel I'll just like bury it deep down inside and that is also not good at all I think you should definitely like bring up issues and friendships I just hate confrontation, and I don't want to fight with anyone so I just leave it and let it fester and then eventually it all does explode it's not a healthy way to cope with anything but um yeah that is me in an argument Someone said, you've been tempted to go back, brunette. No, please help, please help. Every single day, it's a struggle. I just like, I hate having fake blonde hair. It's so expensive. It looks so bad when your roots grow in. My hair feels like straw at the ends because of like, well, obviously I've got extensions. They feel really nice, but like my actual natural hair just doesn't, like it's not thick at all. I just, I don't know if it's worth it anymore. But you know what I'm genuinely scared of? I'm scared that people are gonna treat me differently when I, if I got brunette hair. Is that a ridiculous claim? Like, is is that gonna happen? Whenever I last dyed my hair brown, I was like really, really tan at the time. I was very into my fake tan. I would do like three layers of Bondi sands. And I don't think it looked that bad. It wasn't until I, the tan wore off and I got a bit pale and the, the dark hair was contrasting with my very, very pale, like, pink skin. Like, I don't have, like, a nice undertone of skin. I was like, oh, my God, I need to go back blonde. I've made a huge mistake. I think if I was going to constantly be tan all year round, I would so get brown hair. I, I And I love it because, like, I think it really brings up my blue eyes. But, like, when I can be so pale with blonde hair and it looks okay. So it's just such a, such a predicament. Isn't it? Like, I feel all my fake bl- blondes will know. Like, it's such a predicament every single day. I mean, I can't say blonde for the rest of my life. Well, I could. Maybe I should just, like, cut my hair. Maybe I should get a bob. I used to have a bob. It looked absolutely terrible. I looked like Willy Wonka. That bob was, like, my go-to hairstyle my whole childhood. But, yeah, I am thinking of going back brunette. I just can't decide. Like, oh! I just, like, I, whenever I think... I'm gonna dye my hair brunette. I'm like, I'm gonna look like Bella Hadid. I'm realistically, I'm not gonna look like Bella Hadid. I need to like, I need to understand that. This is quite an interesting one. Someone said, you don't enjoy YouTube as much anymore. I still love doing YouTube. Like YouTube is like, obviously my like my main job. Um, I do think it's become too much of like a job for me in a way. Like if I'm gonna be completely honest, I have definitely been doing like too many ads. Not that I ha- like I've been forced to at all. I've just like I've kind of put too much on my plate all at once in the past couple months. So I have like sat down my management and we've kind of agreed that like from now on I'm not gonna be doing as many at all because it was all like these like contracts that you make in YouTube. Like a lot of the time. It you'll be contracted to do like six videos for one brand throughout the year. And the way it all like lay out with like every brand that I work with, I was literally doing like a sponsored video every single week, which... Like, I'm so glad I got to work with these brands and like I, I love I love doing work with brands I love but like I still I I just I want to get kind of like my passion back for YouTube a bit and like, I'm, I more make videos just like for fun or like for the creative side of it instead of like having to do a certain type of video for a brand and stuff but I still do love YouTube so much it's definitely my favorite platform I love that I've got this podcast now though because like obviously I can just sit here and ramble on for a good 30 minutes like I feel like I can just really like be myself and like tell you everything I want to tell you without having to like piss off any brands if you know what I mean so I feel like this is this is like I I said like YouTube is like my favorite platform but like maybe my podcast is my favorite platform now. I'm not sure I, I do love this podcast I'm so glad I did it I literally you know I've been like planning this podcast for literally a year like it's been in the works for a year. Like, I'm so glad that it's finally happened. But yeah, I love YouTube and I love my comments on YouTube. I mean, sometimes I get hate, um, but like the nice comments are so nice. And like people who watch my YouTube, I feel like know me so well. So the comments are always like really funny. And like, it's like us having like a chat. Um, I, I feel like I need to start getting better at replying to comments. Um, I definitely don't reply to as many comments as I should. I've just been so busy recently, but yeah, love YouTube so much. I definitely... Someone said you don't enjoy, like the assumption was you don't enjoy YouTube as much anymore. I definitely do enjoy it, but I I think I've made it too much of a job and I'm just going to make videos completely just for fun and for the creative side and for you guys to enjoy. Oh my God, someone's, someone's just assumed that you might be rude to some fans. Oh my gosh, do I have a story for you? So, a couple months ago, me and my mum and sister were in my like local area, in my local park actually. They were coming over to visit and just like going for breakfast, we we're taking a little walk around the park. And someone in the distance started like waving t- like in our direction like I could hardly see what the person looked like because they were so far away and uh, so I was kind of like squinting like my, my mom and sister were like do you know that person and I was like squinting being like I can't tell because like a lot of my friends live in my area and I was like oh my god this is going to be so embarrassing if I know this person and they're waving to me and I'm not waving back because I don't recognize them so it's like squinting and then I was like looking behind me being like are they waving to someone behind me and there were people behind me so I was like okay they're probably just waving to someone behind me and then they stopped waving and then because they were like walking towards me and then me and my mom and sister had to turn right up like a hill anyway and then I didn't really think anything of it i felt Billy thought the person was just waving to someone else because I didn't recognize them. And I get home that evening, I was sitting with my mum and sister on the sofa, and I like checked my comments or like my DMs or something. And they were like flooded being like, you're a horrible person, like you ignore your fans, you're so mean to your fans. Like you ignored someone waving at you in the park today, like, like cancel Olivia, all this stuff, like horrible things. Not even horrible things, they were just accusing me of doing that. Um, and then people were being like, you're a bitch and all calling me names and I literally, my mouth like dropped open I was like, oh my god that person in the park was a viewer and they were waving at me and, like it didn't even cross my mind that it would be a viewer because the way they were waving it was like you know how you like wave to an old friend like oh hi like that kind of thing like I like they didn't even say hi they were just like waving as if they knew me and I, I don't know I just I, I did it didn't even cross my mind obviously if I knew that person was waving at me and they like watched my videos I would have ran up to them and like got a photo like chatted to them like 100% but I had no idea that they they were a viewer and like I literally was like in te- like well yeah I was in tears I was like mom like everyone's gonna think I'm horrible and my mom was like Olivia you literally met, like, we went to a cafe for breakfast and I met people and we all got photos, and like, it was all so nice. It's like, you met people that day, like, do not let, like, I fully let them, like, get in my head. I was like, maybe I am horrible. My, my mom was like, my mom's really good at kind of like grinding me. She was like, Olivia, wise up. Like, you literally met your viewers that day and you were so nice, and like, don't get in your head and all oh, that you're not a nice person. And I was like, okay, sorry. And then I didn't reply to the comments about the people being like, yeah, you ignored my friend because they started to get like pretty horrible. And like, I have this thing that, like, I don't want to reply to mean comments if I can't reply to all my nice comments like I don't want to give the people that are being mean to me like the time of day when um I'm not replying to like the nice comments so I never really got to the end of that situation but it haunted me for days after I was like oh my god people are gonna think I'm a horrible person I like I hate that recently I've been getting like kind of like comments mean like you seem like a horrible person you seem like a mean girl and all and I'm like where did this come from like people switch up so fast like I am not a horrible person or mean like at all I get on with like everyone that I meet like it's just, it was just such like it's such a random thing to have in my comments and I can't sit there and be like no I swear I'm not because like people can think that about me if they want but it's just so random where all this has come from and like people will like reply to the comments but like, oh my god is she actually like what did she do and then people reply like all these things that i didn't do or like accusing me of doing things and like oh my god it really riles me up like that like that is actually hate that does actually kind of get to me people could comment me like she's a fat bitch and i'd be like okay fair like yeah i have had 20 deliveries this week but like the second people are like de- like not de- defaming like just saying my character's not nice is that is, is i have no idea what i'm trying to say like i'm not very good at english uh that's when it like really gets to me cuz like or like people that are spreading rumors about me enough to kind of like change people's opinions on me. Be like, oh, I don't really like her anymore. Like she seems like she's like, I mean, girl, like that that really like upsets me because I wish I could sit there and defend myself, but I'm not going to get involved in like stupid rumors. um, But yeah, I am I'm not rude to my fans. Anytime I meet my fan, I, I don't like calling them fans. Actually, that's really weird. Like my viewers or like my subscribers, I am not um rude at all. I, I don't think, unless I'm like drunk then maybe I'm probably like really weird and you're probably like, that was, that was a weird experience. I'm just old when I'm drunk, but um no, I'm not rude of my fans at all. I've, I literally love my viewers so much. Like we all, like I feel like, I can like tell if someone watches me. That's gonna sound really, really, like really weird. But like if I'm walking down the street and like I see a girl like walking in the other direction, I'd be like, and and she's kind of like eyeing me up. I'm like, I can be like, she's watching me. Cause I, this one's weird. I feel like we all look the same. <laughs> like like my viewers are so like me so like I can just kind of tell and like we all get on so well we've got like not like we got like um what do you call like compatible personalities I literally I love them all someone said you hate being single this is very true I do hate being single I I can't remember (laughs) (laughs) guys this is really bad but like I don't, I've never really been single for the past, like, I want to say, three, two, three years. There was there was a, a very dry period in my life. I got my first boyfriend when I was, like, 14. It was kind of weird vibes. Why did I have a boyfriend at 14? Don't know why that was allowed. And then we broke up at 15. And then from 15 to 18, I was, I was in a dry period, guys. I didn't have any boyfriends or any, like, situationships whatsoever. And then I got another boyfriend at 18. And since then, I've been pretty much like seeing someone like the entire time which isn't a good way to be and I, I would love to like be that kind of person that just like is happy to be single and loves being by themselves and I, I do love being by myself I love doing things by myself like I spend most days on my own it's just the night time I get quite lonely <laughs> And, like, I love, I love, like, going on dates and stuff. Like, I love dating people. I think that's so fun. And I would be, like, and you could just, like, go on, like, first dates, like, get on a dating app. But I'm scared of dating apps. I did have it once. Oh, my God, where hear this? So I was on Hinge. And I I think I literally completed it. Like, I swiped right on, like, three people. Um, I, I just love it because it's, like, a little game, like, swiping left and right. And Hinge is actually really, really fun because, like, they've got the prompts on it. It's, I think it's much better than Tinder. So they've got, like, prompts where, like, you kind of have to, like, Tell like a bit about yourself, or like maybe like tell a joke or a pickup line, and I think you get to like know someone much better on Hinge than on Tinder. And I had Hinge for a while, and I matched with someone, and then they messaged me something, but I never really replied because I was like, I'm not gonna meet up with this person. Like I would never meet up with someone on a dating app unless they were absolutely like my type. What's it? What's that saying? My type on paper. Again, guys, with me with catchphrases, I don't really know any. Um then I wouldn't really meet up with them. And also, like, I, I, I way prefer meeting people through mutual friends because then you've got, like, a few opinions on the person rather than, like, literally meeting a stranger. That really stresses me out. So, yeah, so I matched with this person. They sent me a message and I never replied. Didn't really think about it until, like, a couple weeks ago I had a few people around, not, like, a party. I think there was, about eight people here just having a few drinks. And the person walks through my door. And I was like, oh, my God a little bit of shit just came up my bum <laughs> like I just wasn't expecting it whatsoever so basically oh even worse my the person that I'm going out with I don't want oh yeah he was there as well and it, yeah so it was like my friend was coming on for a few drinks and I she was like I've got a few friends with me is it okay if I bring them and he was one of the friends and I was like this is really awkward and do you want to know what the message was that he sent me it was like surely you've got a boy sh- like there's he said there's no way you've not got a boyfriend that was the message he sent me and then he was just standing in my kitchen and I was standing with my boyfriend and I was like this is this is full circle isn't it this is really this is a strange experience um so that was that that was my that was my hinge experience it's the only like hinge experience I really have but yeah I'm not good at being single at all I hate you a it. But I just love, I love dating someone. But first dates are stressful. Like, the nerves going to a first date, like, they're so bad. I wish I was one of those people who just went on, like, loads of first dates with boys and, like, never saw them again. Like, that would be, like, so empowering, I think. But I'm not one of those people. I get, this is the thing. I've never really, like, seen someone once and then never really seen them again. For some reason, like, I see someone, like, we both get really attached to each other and then, like, we end up being a thing. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't have many, like would you say a a fling like I don't really have many flings like a lot every time I see someone it really turns into something serious mostly because I'm just like I get very very attached probably quite easily. Someone said you actually have no idea what you want to do in the distant future this is true this is very this is a true assumption you have assumed correctly because Obviously, I wanted to be a pilot when I was younger and I am starting to get my licence. But the licence that I'm getting means that I can fly a two-seater, like, rickety aeroplane. It's, like, you could not fly anywhere on it. I think you could fly to, like, Cornwall. Maybe I could fly back to Belfast on it. Like, that's the height of it. But, like, I don't think I could, like, become a proper pilot because, obviously, like, if you search up my name, there's a lot of stuff that's going to come up. I mean, even my videos in itself are bad enough to be, like, unemployable. Like, I, I just don't know... Because I I would not say, like, I'm not famous in any way. I don't think any, like, social media people are, like, famous in the UK anyway. So, like, yeah, so I don't think I'm famous, but, like, I definitely, like, am I able to just turn around tomorrow and be like, I'm not going to do YouTube anymore. I'm just going to get a normal job. I don't know. Does it doesn't work like that? Because I can't do YouTube my entire life. But then, like, what's the natural progression? I know some people go from like YouTube and like presenting, but I'm not a great presenter. I couldn't imagine presenting. I get a bit too nervous for that. The only reason I'm okay in this podcast is because I'm currently sat on my sofa with a blanket over my head, completely on my own, and like I'm fine. I'm fine with that. But, like presenting is like a big camera in front of you. Like I couldn't do that. People like from YouTube like go into singing. Couldn't do that. No, no, couldn't do that. Um, I mean I could because I've got the the. the the, what the singing ability of an angel some might say but um no I, I like there's just like nothing that I could naturally progress into so I am a bit stuck in that way like I don't think I could actually become a commercial pilot I think if I went to an airline and tried to get employed they'd be like I've literally like one simple search of your name shows you darning tequila shots on the internet and I'd be like that is so true like don't hire me unless I wiped everything from the internet but then even at that there's still like articles and gossip like websites not that like any of them are accurate but like I just don't know if I'm employable do you know what I mean so I'm completely stuck on what to do in the future who honestly knows I mean I would love to just like I would love YouTube to be like a forever thing I want to be a granny and be doing YouTube but I don't think that is gonna happen I already feel a wee bit like I don't think YouTube is fizzling out but like even in the past I'd say two years I'd feel I feel like YouTube is kind of like not slowing down at all like I think YouTube is still like one of the like biggest platforms ever but it's like people are becoming a slightly less interested maybe um so I'm scared that in like another three years it's like not gonna be a thing. And then I'll be a bit stuck, but we'll jump at hurdle when it comes to it. There's no point in stressing out because I spent like hours overthinking my future and stressing out. But also I feel like everyone does. Like my brother has no idea what he's gonna do. And he goes to uni. Like he's got a much more set up life than I have, because he's going to uni and he's got getting a degree. But it's in business management, so he's a bit like, genuinely, what is my life? Like what what is he gonna do? Who knows? I feel like everyone's a bit lost, especially this generation. We all get a bit lost. Unless you're like in uni for like law or medicine. Then I think we're all pretty fucked. Not fucked. We'll figure it out. But the process is kind of stressful. Someone said, you still speak to John. Lol. John is my ex. <laughs> I actually don't know why I'm answering this. But like, I feel like it's, it's quite like, like nice to clear up. So obviously, me and John broke up uh, a while ago. It's probably been, what, like six months since we broke up. And... We ended on, like, good terms. It was just, it wasn't the right time at all for us. And long distance sucks ass. So we just decided to, like, stop um doing long distance. And I think he's doing really, really well. We still do talk, like, we talk, like, straight after we broke up. And still to this day, like, if, like, something happens, I'll message him. Or, for example, like, oh, my God, how embarrassing is this? My, my dad, I get, I get a message from him the other day and I was like, oh dear, like, haven't spoken in a while. Like, I wonder what I've done. Um, my heart drops, like, almost every time I get a message. Even when Lewis is mes- messages me. Because you know on Snapchat, if you send, like, a blue message, it goes, Lewis is typing. And then, like, Lewis has sent you a message. That makes, like, my stomach drop. I don't know why. I Just, like, um because... Like he only ever sends me red Snapchats, So when he sends, when I can tell he sent me a blue Snapchat, I'm like, oh my God, what's happened? Like something bad's happened. But um, yeah, I, my, my stomach drops a lot of the time when I get Snapchats from people. So it says like John Fletcher is typing. I was like, oh my God, like what have I done? And I went on and it was like, hey, like just wanted to see if you're okay because your dad told my mom that you're really struggling. And I was like, Graham, what the fuck? <laughs> like I was like kind of struggling a bit with hate and like I was a bit done for a while and um when I said like that is me completely don't playing it but I'm not getting into it at all and my dad for some odd reason rang my ex's mum and told my ex's mum that I was struggling with hate like in what world is that acceptable like Graham is out to like just stir the pot so obviously like I had to be like oh yeah like I'm fine sorry like <laughs> I'm sorry my dad put that on you like I just like my dad has literally met my new boyfriend like I don't know what he's playing at such an odd little man my dad still does love John obviously like my John's still really close to my family as he should be um but yeah we're on good terms we occasionally speak that was most recent time we spoke and I literally like my dad obviously got a very angry phone call after that like my dad overshares so much about me it's so bad I feel like that's all the assumptions I'm going to answer today. I got so many more but like can I just urge you to not believe the things that you read about me online or like if so, if you read something and you think there's like slight truth to it at least like find some evidence or something like the stuff I see people are like oh you deleted pictures with this person I'm like I've never had pictures with that person on my Instagram. I only post pictures of myself not just on being but like yeah I only post pictures of myself on my Instagram like people just like make up stuff about me all the time and I, I would like although like there's no way of me stopping that like people are always going to post rumors about me online please don't let it like change your opinion on me because as you can see nine times out of ten they are not correct but yeah thank you so much to everyone that listened to this podcast i hope you enjoyed it and maybe learned some new information about me anyway that's all the assumptions so i hope you enjoyed if you have any questions for next week's episode then make sure you hit up my instagram i'm now off to go make some ramen because my tummy is rambling so much that i'm really scared the mic is picking it up like my tummy growls at me when i'm hungry it's embarrassing like in public places people like turn around whenever my tummy rumbles so yeah i'm gonna go sort that out now but i hope you enjoyed and see you next week Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as my producer. Make sure to follow Inner Monologue so you never miss an episode and don't forget to DM me your questions for next week. Lots of love, Olivia.